Good morning, or afternoon, evening, night, whatever, whatever it is. Hello there, how are you? This is the, I believe, 20th episode, holy crapoly, and this is my second podcast episode this week, and my cat Juna has something to say about it. Come here, Juna, come here, come here, come here. Um, hi guys and girls, how are you doing? Uh, this week I have the lovely Maria Keffler from PartnersForEthicalCare.com. It is such a joy to be able to speak to all these wonderful women that I would honestly have never been able to have the opportunity to speak to if I didn't become a radical feminist. And it's just honestly just really warming and wonderful to listen to so many people's stories and their life and their experience throughout all this. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to my Patreon patrons because I haven't done that yet. I don't know why. Um, I'm going to start back from, I guess, the first one, the Raging Arbuckle, Trixie, Brianna, Fawn, I can't see it. Like, God, uh, Patreon, like, cut off the names for some weird reason. I don't know why they even did that. I can't read their whole name. <laughs> Ugh. Brianna Fontaine, maybe that's what it was. Beth Stahl, constant disappointment. By the way, your username makes me laugh. Uh, Dustin Oxier, I don't know how you say that, but forgive me if I've said it wrong. And Joey Bright, thank you guys, all y'all. Y'all are, I really appreciate it. Um, I know I, I keep saying that, it's probably annoying, but you get what I'm saying. It's It means a lot to me, and I've had to actually update my uh lowest patreon tier to five dollars instead of three because i set it to something super cheap it's three dollars is cheaper than what patreon even recommends for the lowest uh oh hold on patreon actually actually recommends you set your lowest price at five dollars and i set it originally at three because i had no confidence in anyone actually seeing that i had a patreon or actually you know, supporting what I do with monetary, you know, funds. So, um, you know, just the more I do this, the more I've learned to really value myself. And it's just one of those things that people, not everyone is born with like valuing what they do and having a confidence in oneself. And it really is sometimes a thing where you just have to go through life and experience things and build your confidence. So, um, it's been wonderful, and, and the messages I've been getting um, on Patreon or not on Patreon have been really just—they are so touching and mean the world to me. And it, you know, it's just really—I'm already seeing um, what I what my kind of goal is with doing my podcast is just having someone not feel alone, um, not even necessarily with this transgender uh, train thing, just in general, really though, um, you know. It's just the podcasting world is so interesting. It's it's brought people together and helped people not feel so lonely. And I just it's such a wonderful thing. And I'm very thrilled that I can provide any sort of service or feeling for someone else. I, I don't even know that could feel not alone. And that just is such an incredible feeling because no one should ever feel alone. You are never alone. There's always someone else out there that's going through the exact same thing. Not to make it feel like uh, you're not special or anything, but... Um, it's just, you know, a lot of times things can feel very like you are alone, but you're not alone as I repeat myself over and over. Anywho, let's get on to the podcast. It's a cult identity that's been put on them and they've been sucked and they're living on a cult compound, even if yeah. they're still in your house, Yes, because it has been filled, infiltrated through the entire society. Yeah. And to be able to turn your back on that and swim upstream, 
That's really hard. I give every oh public desister and detransitioner so much credit and so like, many. Those are the real stunning that. and braves. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Come sure. on. We've got, by the way, Partners for Ethical Care has yes. a survey out for desisters and detransitioners. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can put it in um, anything on I your will. video, but yes, we would love absolutely. to just get stories. Um, we've had, I think, 26. It's been out for a couple of days. We've had 26 responses. Yeah. And it's fascinating to look through those and see what these people have gone through. So please, if you're a desister transit detransitioner, we'd just love to hear your story. Um, either through the survey or just through our website, partnersforethicalcare.com. Okay. I don't know. I started my podcast uh, November, and it was just me starting a podcast, um, rambling about. It wasn't. I wasn't um, into all this feminism or anything. It was just randomness. Like I don't know, talking about life and movies, and but it very quickly. Uh, I don't know. Just took a direction which I was thrilled with and I have no problem it going in that direction um I'd rather a podcast kind of have a theme and my whole life has been like a oh you know what do you what is that one thing you want to do um in your life and I've never been able to have that like one thing I mean I'm an artist and I can never afford art school so I had to do like general studies and the normal college thing and then I went to a community college and they didn't have graphic design so I was mm-hmm. like, I guess I'll do television production, even though it's not anything I ever thought about doing. That was actually, uh, wound up being a lot of fun. I learned a lot of uh, techie stuff, I guess, that I uh, implement now in my life. Well, you're an amazing answer. artist. I've seen <laughs> Thank the, you. the portraits that you do, and they're beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I've been doing art since like high school. And that was just something I was like, oh, I miss doing art. And um, when I joined all this gender critical craziness in like December maybe I started the podcast earlier I don't know I can't remember um I really missed uh painting because I would you know was really finally doing the painting thing uh, on the regular and I was doing a lot of sewing before that and I, like I like sewing but I've always known that painting is my my one true passion and I'm like well I'm not going to improve on painting if I'm not practicing it so I was like, oh, I gotta put the sewing to the side. But it's fine because I can go back and forth and I get bored with painting. But I was doing digital painting and much more involved um, paintings that don't take just like two, three hours or one to three, which is a little sketches. How long does it take do. you? How long uh, does it take sketches? you to do like a portrait? Oh, uh, God, I hate that question because I never time it. No, 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 no. I don't mean like I hate you even asking that. I mean, <laughs> as in I, I can never answer it. I hate that, that. I hate myself not being able to answer it, not you. <laughs> Um, well, you probably like get tiny. lost in the process. You probably yeah. just, oh, those are beautiful. I mean, I never pick like a, all right, it's 10.07, now I'm starting. I just yeah. start going. Yeah. So I love the Gina Carano. I know I commented on your Gina Carano. Oh, and your Aaron thanks. Brewer. Those are two of my favorites. Thank you. Yeah, it was originally just, I don't know, random girls or guys that I saw. Mostly, actually, it's girls on like Instagram that I just like their faces or that, oh, the green's not working. Oh, wow. Um, there's an artist I love, George Pratt, who uses a, I don't know, he's just very sketchy and when he fills in the lines, it circles. And I was like, what are you using with that? Hmm. He told me and I was like, thank you. It's super fine point pen. Oh, wow. Wow. That has like a really nice flow to it. Yeah. I would love to be an artist, but not so much. Oh, those look great. Thanks. Well, I mean, I think 
anyone can be one, really. I, I do believe that some people are obviously born with a natural talent where it comes easier to them. They don't have to work mm -hmm. as hard, but um, I don't know. But it's Go great ahead. that you enjoy it and you're doing something with it. And I think there's a lot to be said for just the like calming of art. Like I knit and crochet. Yes. I've sewn mm. a little bit, but like knitting and crochet is really my oh, yeah. thing because it's easier to take it with you. And oh, yeah. um, it is so mm. zen. It is so yeah. calming. And I actually yeah. started spinning yarn recently. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, thanks to my dad. He's a woodworker. And a few oh, years awesome. ago, he got this bee in his bonnet. And he goes, I'm going to make a spinning wheel. And I'm like, I know where this oh, is wow. going. I know <laughs> I'm going to end up with a spinning wheel, aren't I, dad? And um, So? Oh, why is that bad? I just realized my own Just because I just am so busy. Oh. Um, but he did. He made this spinning wheel. He won uh, a contest. He entered it in a contest and wow. won. And next thing I know, he, he gives it to me. He's so generous and it's beautiful and I love oh, it. But I was like, Dad, funny. I have too many hobbies already. Um, yeah. But I started spinning and I got some alpaca when I went to an oh, alpaca wow. farm. And oh, it's just it's so much fun. But it is. Spinning That's yarn amazing. is so relaxing. I'm sure. Just something about the simple repetitive stuff that yeah simple things in life mm -hmm. and i always say like people that are like professional twitch streamers where you're a professional gamer i'm like if there was a zombie apocalypse what are you gonna bring <laughs> to the table you're not i mean i just think that like life essential or basic things like knowing how to garden woodwork mm. uh weld chop wood i don't know like yeah. real basic stuff if shit was hit to, to you know to hit the fan what are you gonna bring to the table yeah. and I guess in a sense, like, painting doesn't do much, but <laughs> well, no. I can sew. Dang it, I can sew. Hey, people have been painting on cave walls, you know, for millennia. <laughs> that's a good it's, point. It's, it's something that's deep inside us and that we do and that we've got to, you know, we've got to be able to express ourselves somewhere. Um, I yeah. think we're all creators. I think we all have a bent toward creating something. And whether that is paintings or videos or buildings mm -hmm. or gardens you know we all have this desire to make things and i think that's just innate to humans man for me um again that's that was a, a longest answer never got to it you know i was doing the longer uh, paintings that take too long i guess in the sense that i'm just doing so much research and interviewing people that has become my true like calling it's just been mm -hmm. like not an option for me where uh i've never felt anything in my life where i'm like i have to do this because you know so many people can't or they can i don't want to say can't like you can mm -hmm. like i just hate that they're living in this fear of the whole fear thing works it kills mm -hmm. me oh my god my brain is like bursting because i'm like i know you know about the cold stuff i want to get into that just finish <laughs> your damn point um so i went to the sketching stuff um because that i wound up getting it done way faster than my normal paintings and just to be able to create something and have it be uh to a finished product mm -hmm. in a short amount of time is just like relieving, I don't know, like same thing with sewing projects. It's the best feeling being like, I made this yeah. and I can actually wear this. I made mm -hmm. both these things. <gasps> you did, wow, yeah. that's fantastic. Fun, uh, of course the green screen is messing it up. Oh, um, well my daughter, um, my youngest daughter who's now 13, I'm trying to get her into sewing. And we went to the store and we picked out a pattern and we bought the fabric. I'm like, okay, we got to start working on this. And she's so like, no, mom, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But I'm like, I think you're really going to like it. Because she's uh, in the fashion. And, you know, I think oh, you can make wow. your own stuff. 
I'm going to speak for myself here. I started sewing like four years ago. Um, I just never had the patience for that when I was young. Um, my mom sewed a little bit. My grandmother sewed. And she. I didn't learn anything from uh, either of them, sadly. Mm -hmm. I mean, grandmother made like my mom's clothing and whatnot. My mom had like a sewing cubby and all this stuff, but yeah. I never ever saw her sewing. So I just, I know it just was not a thing that I ever had patience for or interest in to, I mean, cause you really have to have an insane amount of patience and yeah. um, roll with the mistakes. Cause man, do they happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's time consuming, but it's awesome. It's a good well, I loved one. sewing when I was younger and I sewed all kinds of stuff and I've just kind of gotten away from it. You know, mm -hmm. you go to, you go to college and you're busy and then you start your first job and you're busy and then you get married and have kids and you're busy. Yeah. Um, but I'm now getting to a place where my kids are all teenagers and I have a little bit more free time and kind of rediscovering some of those things that yeah. I enjoy. That's great. Yeah, that's it's yeah. so important. That's why I was bringing <clears throat> that up because I was like, you know, talking to my mom and therapist and I'm like, I have to have a time where I can break away from all this madness because I'm like in it from the time I wake up uh, to the time I go to bed. And even when I like wake up in the middle of the night, like a conversation about gender or Mm. trans it just immediately is in my head like I just from nowhere yeah. um just flooding my mind so I'm like I have to have some sanity in all this I'm going to go insane I'm gonna burn out or it's just not healthy and I've seen some people on Twitter like just lose their shit not necessarily with the the trans train thing but if you just spend too much time on these apps you'll 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 lose your mind um period. <laughs> yeah, I I can't spend too much time in it. When I first started yeah. getting involved with it, because things were going on in my school district, and I started looking into, you know, where is this coming from? What is this about? I'd spend a couple of hours doing research, and I would just feel sick to my stomach and horrified over what's happening to kids. I spent a good deal of time crying, realizing what's happening to kids. And I, I really had to kind of put some boxes around it for myself. Like, yeah. I just know I can't spend too many hours in it because like you, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and think about something I read or something I saw and I just can't get back to sleep, just wrapped <laughs> up in the horror of it all. Uh, exactly. And every day it's something new, some yeah. person saying some ridiculous science. Um, yeah. And I'm like, I feel like I'm catching up because I mean, people have been like in this craziness since like 2015. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so... You know, it feels like I'm just delayed in joining it, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think yeah, we're all behind. I think we're yeah, all behind yeah. the curve because it really just came out of nowhere. Um, I'm Not for the people who've been in it. Mm. Um, for the people pushing it, they've been working on this, obviously, strategically for a while. But most of us are just waking up to it. And so many people that I talk to, I mean, I listen to myself talk and I sound like a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist. I mean, I like I know I sound crazy. I know I do. Um, but but it's real and, and yeah. it's coming. It's not even coming for our kids. It's already got them. Yeah. The kids yeah, are in yeah. the public school. They, they've been indoctrinated. So sad. You know, school used to be a place you could trust to learn mm -hmm. things about the reality or just real things, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was reading an article yesterday. Someone shared on Le Facebook um about some like 50 year old guy that's six foot eight that joined a basketball women's basketball team uh at a college and i was like is that because i recognize the college name on the jersey and i was like oh my god that's in my city this is wow. from 2012. Wow. 2012. 
Yeah, I oh, saw that. I saw that going around this morning, oh and I've seen god. that before. And he's enormous. I mean, oh my god, it's so, it's hilarious. Women, <laughs> what a sad sack of blank. Um, yeah, I'm like, well, here's the thing. Like, why would girls not be like? Especially when they've grown up with the being indoctrinated in it and just like believing this or whatever, why would you not be like, yes, come on our team, we're gonna like kick ass because it's yeah. like they know it's a dude. I feel like they're like, yay, playing along with it because that's a huge uh, advantage having uh, this guy's a giant. Yeah. Well, that's like, a even really if he's point. mediocre. Even I wasn't, I haven't really thought about team sports that much, but you're right on team sports like basketball. Um, you know, soccer, a guy playing on a girl's team, he would be an advantage. Uh, my son has played soccer for years, just rec leagues. And mm -hmm. I don't know, two or three years ago, he's a senior now. I think this is when he was eighth grade and freshman. So it's been a little oh. while. There was a kid on his team who everybody thought he was a ringer. I mean, he was big. Mm -hmm. He was muscular. He looked like he was two or three years older than all the other kids. Mm -hmm. And he was really good. He'd been playing since he was like three. And we're like, mm -hmm. yes, Giancarlo, we're so glad to have you on our team. But it was shortly after that, our rec league started requiring birth certificates. And I suspect it was because people were complaining, like, we don't think that's actually a 13-year-old boy. Now, he was. But, you know, hmm. people come in different shapes and sizes, right? Yeah. I mean, a woman like Gina Carano is is a strong tall mm -hmm. built woman she's mm -hmm. larger than than some men are mm -hmm. um but yeah if he's on a team he's gonna be an asset Cute. but if you're competing against him he's gonna take it he's gonna take your your scholarship he's gonna take your he's gonna kick you off the podium because he's just bigger stronger and faster yeah by the way i'm not advocating for men to be ultimate I, 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 the people that do that, I'm not going to call them men because how dare I compare them to actual men that are, you know, don't play this bullshit mm. cheater game. I'm sad because I think a lot of these guys and, and girls, I think a lot of these um, kids, especially, and, and there's a difference, I think, oh, yes. between the adults who are quite yeah. often men claiming to be women and the kids that are definitely lopsided toward girls um, saying that they're boys. There's mm -hmm. a big difference there, but I think there's a large segment of people who are just struggling with mental issues and, and you know, really struggling with their mental health. And um, it's awfully hard to parse out, you know, who that is. And I do think there are a number of men who are just being opportunistic and predatory and happy to take the prize away from women because they can't compete against other men. Um, but I think there's also a lot of people who are just really damaged, really yeah. need some good mental health support. And Definitely. that's part of the insidiousness of all of this yeah. that we have to affirm, we have to affirm, we have to affirm. Well, you know, I, I was talking to Aaron Brewer the other day and I said, if I go into a therapist and I've got, I've been self-cutting and I've got slice marks all on my arm and the therapist said, what are those? And I say, oh, these are my love tattoos. You have to affirm these are love tattoos. Then the therapist can't address the fact that I'm harming myself. And therapists have really had their knees cut off that they can't actually help people because now they're compelled to say, yes, you are transgender. When sadly, I think a lot of people just really need help understanding themselves 
understanding, you know, what other mental health issues they have. And we should be dealing with that first before we ever start getting into medicine. Because somebody who has a mental health issue, whether, you know, it's a neurotypical or, you know, a neurodiversity issue like autism or, you know, depression or trauma or any of these other things, by definition, if you are struggling with a mental health issue, you do not have the capacity to make long-term permanent decisions about your future. Yet that's what we're not only enabling, but requiring. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. But no, are you kidding that. me? Everything you were saying is identical to uh, what I've been thinking this whole time. Completely. Like, uh, don't get off your soapbox. You don't have to do that here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just makes me obviously really sad. Um, and then some of it is like, I think it's also something like this where especially the youth or really anyone, but I think the youth's minds are much more curious about this stuff where they'll be like, Oh, you know, checking out subreddits where this mm. is everywhere. Or, um, and they'll start playing with it, like dressing or whatever. And I just feel like that is, you've opened the, the door and you're welcoming. I, I just feel like your mind can easily slip into actually, having dysphoria mm -hmm. because you're playing with it you're playing yeah. with fire and our I, brains are very elastic and our mm -hmm. brains get changed by what we do yes. um you know what you see what you experience it changes how you perceive things and i think you're 100 right you start dabbling in something mm -hmm. and it just sort of gets a hold of you and you just keep going down that path yeah, and I feel like this whole ideology, like I think about it because I'll see people like leave a comment or whatever, and I'm like I I put my mind where they are to even make that comment, like, and they're like saying that I need to like educate myself on science and read a biology book, and I'm like, how can you? I'm like they so they actually think this is real. Mm. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just uh. It's crazy. I don't even know how. Yeah. Are they teaching this in schools that they think that this is actual biology? Yeah, they're science? teaching this in schools. How yes. do they teach it, though? I don't understand. What do they say? It's been funneled into every aspect of the curriculum. So in the past, and this is still what's required in most states, anything having to do with sexuality other than like the scientific, you know, how animals procreate, Everything else related to human sexuality is supposed to be housed under the Family Life Education Program. Mm -hmm. So that's that class that you go to when you're in fourth or fifth grade where they separate the girls and the boys and you each get the talk. And then, you know, later they'll have a class or they'll have a series in health class where they talk about. Question. I don't yeah. think I ever had that, like in elementary school where the boys leave the room. Really? I never you're, had that. You're supposed, I wonder if you missed that day because it's supposed to be. No this way. is for, the reason they started it is for kids who are not getting this information at home. They were having mm. girls who were starting to menstruate at school and had not been prepared for that and were completely flabbergasted. Or mm. boys, you know, having some of the dreams that boys sometimes have mm. and being like, I think I'm sick. I think I'm dying. I woke up and, you know, everything's all wet. Oh and God, I don't know. so they started this to, to give kids sort of a basic understanding of this is how your body works. This is what to expect. Um, but now 
that is just almost this cute, quaint little thing that they're still saying parents can opt out of that. And you can, you can just fill an opt out letter and say, I don't want my child to go through that. But the sex and the gender training has been funneled into every class in school. Is this the um, genderbred thing I've heard about? That's Yeah, the school counselor will bring that in and teach that. And um, we had an instance in my school district that a counselor came into an English class, gave a presentation on gender harassment using a video that was from a third party that was not even available for parents to see. You had to have a licensing code to get this, which is totally not okay for something that's in the school system. But she came in the seventh grade classroom, gives this gender harassment training. There was a boy in there who knew that his parents were not on board with this. So he asked if he could be excused to go to the bathroom and the counselor would not let him leave until after the presentation. So that was in an English class, that's that core class. And the way they're doing it is they're saying, this is anti-bullying. We're teaching anti-bullying. And they say that they have to teach all this stuff about genders on a spectrum and what gender are you? And they're making little kids, kindergartners, first graders, second graders, stand up and say what gender they are. What? It's, it's yeah. And people don't believe this is happening. This is one of those things where I'm like, I hear myself and I sound like a lunatic. No, you don't. I totally happening. believe it. It is happening. In America. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I wonder at how many schools and what kind of schools are they like, you know, a part of a, I don't even know anything about schooling terms, like certain schools in the district are, do you know what I'm saying? Like, is it every school? I'm just so curious about like where this is happening. You know, at the, at the beginning of this, I've been involved with this for a couple of years um, mm -hmm. because we found out that my school district here in Virginia was funneling through this transgender students policy. Nobody had heard about it. A friend of mine God. stumbled on it on the school website when she was looking for summer school information. It was buried three links deep. And was. yeah, and so she and I went to this working meeting and that was the first thing we'd heard about it. That was two years ago. And um, as I started studying and figuring out what was going on, I thought, okay, this is a special interest group who has been funneling this into the school and it's activist teachers. There's these rogue activist teachers who are doing this. But mm. I have come since then to realize it's not. The NEA, the National Education Association, which is the largest teachers union in America, is pushing this. Um, they, their, their overall goals for this year are all around social justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion, which are now euphemisms for transgender ideology. And they don't even care I, I shouldn't say they don't care. Nothing in their policies, nothing in their goals for the year reflects consideration of the fact that American schools are now 24th in among developed countries in math and reading and 37th in science. And I think those are 2017 numbers from the Pew Research Institute. Mm -hmm. They're not even addressing how far we are behind in academics. They're pushing all of the sex and gender training. And it's um, genderspectrum.org is a website that um, I, I stumbled upon and they had a toolkit for educators about how to get this stuff into schools. What I'm about to tell you about disappeared from their website, but I caught screenshots and it's on the ArlingtonParentCoalition.org website. They had four entry points and they call them entry points. Just like if somebody's breaking into your house, they're looking for an entry point. 
The first one was in, was in internal. We got to change the way people think. The second one was interpersonal. We've got to ch change the way people talk. So you suddenly got all these new terms, gender fluid, cisgender, all the stuff that never existed before. Third entry point was instructional. It said, we've got to get this into every class. How do you get this into math? Oh, you write story problems like Heather transitioned to being Harvey six months ago. Susan transitioned to being Jack four months ago. How many more months? I know it sounds crazy, but this is this is what's no. Happening. It doesn't sound crazy. I fully believe everything you're saying. I'm just horrified at like how intricate they are and how unbelievably sneaky. And like this is so subtle. If you're a kid and you don't know like what we know, mm -hmm. um, you know, live an adult life and you know what's real i guess when you're a kid it's just like everything is kind of you don't really know that's just so it's insidious it's, it's so really slippery and insidious and then the fourth the fourth entry point was um institutional and it was getting policies changed and that's where we are we have missed stopping the first three entry points and they're in institutional with things like the so-called equality act and substituting gender for sex um getting the you heard about that next week right mm-hmm Yep. Yep. I'm on a panel next week um, with the Heritage Foundation talking about their promise to America's children. Enjoying the show? Show your appreciation by supporting my work by becoming a patron on my Patreon. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash distorted lens and choose a tier. You can also leave a donation directly to my PayPal. Head over to my website, lindsayplatotionart.com. Click on the distorted lens podcast link on the top header and click the PayPal button to show your support. Help me continue to bring you creative endeavors and truths each and every week. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your continued support. Now, back to the show. Can you explain um, that? Because actually I actually had to have uh, my friend Amy fully explain it. I'm not a lawyer or anything. And uh, I was never political or any of that jargon. I'm just, uh, it's always yeah, nasty. I don't know either. This is yeah. not in my wheelhouse to yeah. like do activism. Yeah. Um, what do you want me to talk about? The uh, Equality uh, Act or the Promise to America's Children? Both, I guess. Like, because okay. And how um, insidious that is that they're rushing this for uh, next week. Mm -hmm. Well, they've been trying to push the Equality Act for a while. Um, they were trying to, when Obama was in office, mm -hmm. he wrote this Dear Colleague letter, um, which in that letter, it, it really substituted gender identity for sex. And that was when the schools started slipping it in. That was when you saw, and the way it happens in districts, the first thing they do is they update their non-discrimination policy, which every mm -hmm. school system has. And the non-discrimination stuff is like, you can't discriminate someone based on race, based on religion, based on pregnancy status. You know, there's like 50 things in there. Well, they slip in gender identity. So they've got- The non-discrimination thing, like that all makes sense and is fine. And mm -hmm. we agree to that. Like that's, you know, fair or uh, yeah. equal or whatever. But like, this is where it's so sneaky, where it's again, also, it's just like, no, it's not. That's not the same. It's like the LGBT. It's like- T is not. Oh what yeah, T is completely is. different from LGBT. Ugh. Completely different, right? And so, okay, sorry. And no, 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 not all. And people, you know, I listen to that and I'm like, well, sure, I don't want transgender kids discriminated against. No, they yeah. should have the same rights everybody else does. Absolutely. And so, but once that gets in there, once you put gender identity in there, then you have opened the doors to whatever somebody says about themselves. You have to go along with, and you have to support. 
And this is why we're getting six foot five men playing sports with five foot five women because that guy says, I say I'm a woman and you can't discriminate based on gender identity. That's where we are. So once the school systems put that in their non-discrimination clause, mm -hmm. then a year or two later, they, they go, oh, what does that really mean not to discriminate against transgender kids? And GLSEN, the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, which is a misnomer. It's no longer about gays and lesbians. It's all about transgender stuff. I don't think anything that used to be about gays and lesbians has anything to do with actual gays and lesbians now, like no. at all. No, and this transgender stuff is horrible for for sexual orientation rights. Oh yeah. Because I'm talking to friends who are lesbians and they're telling me that like lesbian dating apps mm -hmm. are full of men. Some of them have more men who put yeah. a little lipstick on because yeah. these guys are so turned on by the idea of lesbians that they want to be one of them. And it's it's horrible. And, and you have I, to go along with it, otherwise you're a bigot, you're yeah. a transphobe, fear, fear, make you feel like you're bad, it's your fault. Yeah. You have to change your sexual sexual preferences for mm -hmm. my sexual preferences, bow down. I just yep. am like, never ever, like, that's like, isn't that rape culture? Like making people yes. sexually do sexual acts of which you were never, it never was in your head of what mm -hmm. you desired and what you, even if I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. That's so clear to me what that is. It's, it's really upsetting. I'm yeah. just like, no, stay firm in what you want in your life. No one should yeah. ever dictate who you should sleep with or be sexually active with or date or whatever. And people are literally yeah. being guilted into this. Yeah. Like ignore your gut feeling, ignore what you, you know is in you and what is mm -hmm. your natural drive to be for someone else. No. It's just been this mass cultural brainwashing mm -hmm. and, and where we have let ourselves be brainwashed is around the concept of kindness. Yes. And we've all been told we have to be kind. We have to be nice. We have to be sweet. And I'm like, you know, when somebody wants to rape me, I don't have to be kind. I don't no. have to be nice. I don't have to be sweet. And when somebody's trying to take away rights that my mother and my grandmother and my great grandmother have fought for, for me to have the right to have women's things and spaces and protections. No, I don't think I have to be nice anymore. No. I don't have to, I don't have to be nasty, but no is not an unkind word. No is enough of an answer. You don't have to, you don't need to explain anything after you nope. say the word no. Yeah. Just, you need to respect my um answer here when i say mm -hmm. no like that's yep. no means no there's no magical meaning behind it mm -hmm. contrary to this is why if this whole ideology is like it's going to be true chaos because like well what well, what does no mean what does mm. no actually mean it's yeah. like come on queer theory or whatever um yeah. which is basically questioning reason or whatever like questioning reason really yeah uh, sorry not to distract you from uh the original question I think I had with the Equality Act thing. Oh, yeah. Well, the Equality Act is trying to codify what Obama put in that uh, Dear Colleague letter. It's, it's basically just taking out biological sex and inserting gender identity. Therefore, biological sex has no meaning anymore. Because if I can identify as whatever I want to, if I can identify as a man, then man has no meaning because I am not a biological man. Um, and I, people don't really get how bad that's gonna be. Mm -hmm. And calling it the Equality Act is really deceptive. And it, I mean, it reminds me of something that happened here in my district in, during the election in November. 
-hmm. We had an amendment locally on the ballot about gerrymandering. And, you know, gerrymandering is where they redraw the districts to try to get the voting to go the way they want it to. Well, if we make the district look like a big salamander, then we can get, you know, Democrats in or get Republicans in or whatever. So there was an amendment on the ballot and it would have done away with gerrymandering. Um, There would have been a team, a bipartisan team that divided up the districts. Um, And so saying no to the amendment was to, let me think how this was. If you voted for the amendment, it stopped gerrymandering. So yes on the amendment, stopped gerrymandering. Well, one of the political parties in our district who really likes gerrymandering put up yard signs, road signs all over the place and said, vote no on this amendment, stop gerrymandering. It was completely a lie. Voting no on that amendment was keeping gerrymandering. And that's exactly what this Equality Act is about. It's not Mm -hmm. about equality, it's about preferential treatment for people who self-identify as a sex that they are not. Which is ridiculous. Like, it's so insulting to actual, you know, equality. Like, it's just made up. Like, anyone could just be like, I'm this, and Mm -hmm. we're supposed to believe your fantasy land? Like, people, I mean, you know, people can do whatever they want and think what they want and do shit in their bedroom and keep it in the bedroom. Um, But, like, why are are we being forced to believe that? Like, that's Mm -hmm. that's where people should be um, drawing the line and being like, no, absolutely not. And I watched these videos of, uh, you know, back to the sports thing, I think it was Connecticut or wherever that is where those two African-American boys are yeah, on the track team with the women. Yeah. Oh, I got it right. Wow. I've heard it enough now. <laughs> um, and I just see, you know, there's like a huge gap and they win, win. And yeah. I'm just like, if I was in this stand, I'd stand up and go, what the, what is, the, what is this? And I just, I'm like, everyone's just like, I mean, I guess if they have long hair, you can't really quite mm-hmm. see, but. Well, there is a lawsuit. There is a lawsuit. Yeah. One of the girls in that district, Selena. I forgot her last name. It's okay. Night. I, I remember yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. She is fighting it. And I'm really proud of her because you stand up against this stuff and you get a lot of hate. You get a lot yeah. of nastiness. Oh, yeah. Um, Cancel, so lose your friends, your community. Yeah. You lose your absolute comforts in your life. And man, it is so worth it because it is the most freeing thing ever. Because you, I mean, I'm not living in fear anymore of like misgendering. Even on Twitter, mm-hmm. I, when I started the Twitter thing, I'm like, oh, I'm going to try. I have to like play along so I don't get banned and then i was like no i'm not going to do this thing i'm not actively like searching for people to misgender misgender give me a break (laughs) you mean tell the truth that's Um, one of those new words that they made up it's fucking dumb i'm like that's a lie um i'm just not doing this like pussyfooting and careful because i'm like i don't care like what do you mean i just don't i think it's that's another slippery slope thing where you start being careful and caring and it's like i'm not trying to offend you nor do i care it shouldn't be offensive to state biological truths yeah well Um, and you think about things that people have suffered through in the history of of humanity mm -hmm. people have suffered enslavement they've suffered systemic abuse they've suffered racism they've suffered being put in concentration camps forced marches people have suffered true violence and come through it and to hear somebody tell me you're committing violence against me because you use the wrong pronoun. I literal just violence, say, yeah. literal. I'm like, I just want to say, grow up, yeah. grow up and get a real problem. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be slammed for saying that, but I don't care. Why? why? What do you mean? It is so childish. Like the whole, 
or or I'll say something that's true and they'll be like, well, I thought you were born a man. I'm like, what? That's so yawn. That's all you have. Or like the whole, they don't, they blocked me because they know they're wrong. Like it's just the most childish, like meme. It's just such like little kid, um, reactionary things. Like, uh, some trans identifying man who's popular on the YouTube land was like, I'm a real woman. I was born a woman and I'm going, I'm going to go into every woman's bathroom. I want, which is like, so clearly you're a man. If you were an actual yeah. woman, I don't have to sit here and go, I'm going to go into every woman's bathroom. I right. want. It's like, not a celebratory so, thing to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. so clear that it's like, look what I'm doing. I'm going to do what I want and you can't do anything about it. Like, yeah, shut that's up. Exactly. That's exactly shut what it up. is. And you when be, they start, like, and when they start calling names, I'm like, as soon as I get called oh a turf, as soon as I get called a transphobe, I'm like, clearly no, you have no more arguments. Like mm -hmm. that is saying. Well, they never had an argument. I have they no argument. Yeah. 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 They yep. have nothing to say. I'm like, anything else before I block you? Cause you're wasting my time. You know, mm -hmm. I'm all for, I guess having a, and I was wanting to find like trans identifying people that maybe have logical things to say to you know i'm i'm very keen on listening to the other side because mm -hmm. i think it's foolish to stay in your bubble for any anyone and yeah like, i have yeah, learned yeah. so much Lindsay. Mm -hmm. i just want to say mm -hmm. since getting into this fight and mm -hmm. i have you know a lot of radical feminists get in trouble with other feminists for aligning with conservative women i'm an independent i would not consider myself either a republican or a democrat i hate and that i, I hate that I, thing. I voted like probably 50 50 in my voting career yeah. either way um, but to radical feminists they consider me a conservative christian some of my christian friends look at me and go you're a feminist but Anyway, having met so many people mm -hmm. that I would not have met otherwise, I would not have crossed paths with, and like really getting to talk with them, I'm like, wow, I have learned a lot. I have mm -hmm. changed some of my opinions. Yeah, that's cool. That that mm -hmm. should, you know, that, that should happen. We're talking, we're having combos and yeah. uh, speeches. We're not, we're not hateful, nasty people, most of us. Mm -hmm. Every single person has a legitimate reason for believing what they believe. Now they mm -hmm. may be in error, they may be, you know, factually inaccurate, but there's yeah. a reason why they think what they do. Mm -hmm. And you can't talk anybody into a different um, opinion unless you know what it is. Why do they think that? Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. It's so obviously a cult, like not allowed yeah. to speak to, you know, have outside sources other than what your ideology is. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, wait, do we even get to the uh, the uh, Equality Act? Like, it's just amending it. I, I know you already got to it. Yeah. Um, well, the sneaky thing about it is, from what I've heard, um, people that are paying attention to this and Biden's EO thing, um, which Biden's EO is just a thing to be like, here's what I'm going to do in my presidency, what I'd like to accomplish. It's not exactly set in stone when he announces that. Mm -hmm. But still, to me, when I read all the, you know, erasing women, basically, not even basically, literally, um, I'm like... Uh, it's not a, I would like to get to this at some point. I'm like, dude, he's going to jump on that immediately. And then apparently having the meeting to vote for the Equality Act or amend it next week, people mm -hmm. thought would happen like later. I'm not sure why, because um, I'm clueless about all this, but people seem to be shocked. Oh, I know why, because you're supposed to have public um, opinions and discussions to talk about it, I think, before you vote on something like this. And mm -hmm. they're like, just not having that. Yeah, well, he promised that he was going to pass it in his first 100 days in office. 
I was really hoping that was just a campaign promise, you know, that he was going to wake up and see what a disaster this is for women. Um, but I think he's just carried he's off yeah. on his, you know, he's got to make, he's got to make the other people in his party happy. He's got to, you know, I heard a great term today, by the way, trandering, trandering. It's pandering to the trans lobby. I was like, Google, you've got to put that in my dictionary because that's a great word. Um, I think that's what he's doing. He's just trandering because yeah. that's where the money is. That's where the power is. And transgender medicine and politics are a billion dollar industry. It is huge. It yeah. is huge. And Patients so for life. Follow the money. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. Also sterilizing kids and or people. And, um, you know, I had a discussion this week and I've heard about the eugenics thing and I'm like, oh, what? I don't know. I'm, I'm like, yeah, all this stuff. I'm like, I've never had to like, think about going back. And cause when I started this, I was like, wait, what is the difference between gender and sex? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I want to be really sure on this. I had to really look it up and read multiple sources because mm -hmm. it is slightly confusing. I'm like, I, I don't even know how to define gender now. Like well, there's no, just, there's no definition. Yeah, just, I wanted there's to mention no that definition. earlier. Like, yeah. you know, in Biden's whole thing, he's like, creating laws around this and whatnot. And like, you can't even define it. You never mm -hmm. define what it is. Like, what is gender? What yeah. is it? I just heard a great quote, if I can quote it, by Sasha Ayad. She's a therapist yeah. who works no. um, in this. I love her. And I, I watched this in, um, interview with her and I wrote this down. So I'm like, this is perfect. Let's see if I can read my notes. <laughs> what is gender? Is it related to masculinity and femininity? Is it a feeling? Is it just something you say about yourself? Or is it the norms and roles set up in the culture that are related to male and female? And what is a gender identity? According to the major clinics and medical systems, which are really pushing the gender theory, they say it's a personal internal sense of self and how they fit into the world from the perspective of gender. But they never define gender because we're told it means something different to every person. Yep, I had to write that perfect. down. Because there's no, it's it's the circular gender is how you feel about your gender. That's what gender brain. is. And I'm like, you know what? Every fourth grader can tell you, or at least used to be able to, I'm not sure in today's public school system, oh, but fourth graders used to be able to tell you, you cannot define a word using the word. You have yeah. to use different words to yes. define the word. Yes. Not anymore. How, how are we going to create laws around something that is so fluid and there's no solid definition yeah. i don't understand that like unfortunately it, i think it's just gonna take people getting hurt i hate to oh say i know this, no it's the truth it's it's absolutely the truth 100 yeah. percent. yep abuse. It's, it's gonna take girls getting abused it's gonna take women getting assaulted in the bathroom Violated. it's gonna take it's gonna take girls getting handicapped getting their necks broken on the sports field yes when they get yes. tackled by these yes. enormous men Yep. Um, and I just, I'm horrified at that. And I just want to cry. And when I think about there are actual girls and women out there walking around today who are going to be beaten, mm -hmm. raped, handicapped, killed before people go, oh, this is a bad idea. It's just and so insane. It's, it's what keeps me doing this. It's what keeps Same. me doing this. When I'm out in public and I'm just looking around at all the women and girls, I'm like, it could be her. It could be her. It could be her. God forbid it's one of my daughters, you know? It's so, it's so evil. It's, it's just, it's such a, it's, oh, look, we're sunshine and rainbows and equality. Mm. And it's so beyond not, it's just unbelievably. Mm -hmm. And I, it kills me. This whole like, oh, really? A man in a dress 
this doesn't happen. Really? Mm. How many times like, we've heard this never happens? I'm like, sure, let me play your game. Um, maybe there's someone who is genuinely nice, whatever. By the way, I don't think any trans thing is real. You're not trapped in the wrong body. It's not, that's yeah. what I believe, okay? I agree with you on that. I agree with it's you on that. It's not real. Like, there's um, no it, scientific evidence to back that up. Not, it makes no sense whatsoever. Wouldn't so you think I, they would have uh, science or, or studies um, to back it up? If anything, they're blocking um, studies or research coming out, like the Tavistock thing, about the mm -hmm. truth behind it, because they're like, oh, we can't have that out. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, it's very out. much like um, the um, tobacco and sugar industries, mm. where, you know, the tobacco industry wanted the science to show that nicotine mm. was not addictive. So they hired scientists and said, we want you to show that nicotine's not addictive. And the big tobacco paid for the studies. So the scientists came back and said, hey, the tobacco is not addictive. And then 20 years later, we find the memos, we find the research, we find out, yes, it very much is addictive. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. It's the same thing that's going on now. When you dig into the studies and the research that they cite for this stuff, they're bogus. They're, they're completely bogus. Yeah. There's nothing factual or scientific about it. Mm -mm. Um, yeah, how are we creating laws around like such a small percentage of people? It doesn't mean I think they're insignificant by saying, you know, it's a small amount of people. Yeah. Um, no, everybody so deserves dignity. Everybody yeah. deserves protection. Everybody as deserves As long as you don't inf infringe on mine, you know? Right. Like, give me a break. And like yeah. no one cared to ask about women, how do you how do you feel about this? No mm -hmm. one no, but nah, nah. Oh, I so naively, when I first started waking up to mm -hmm. this, I naively thought my feminist friends are not going to stand for this. They're going to see that girls are being, you know, treated badly. And I'm like, where have all the feminists gone? Um, you know, I've got feminist friends who have PhDs in science and tell me, Maria, you have a third grade understanding of sex, of, you know, of chromosomal XXXY. That's a third grade understanding. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> it kind of, it just blows my mind. Um, like, I don't know, biology and um, two sexes, male and female, has been known for how many years and no one's questioned mm -hmm. it and it makes sense and um it's I mean... based on our reproductive function right yeah, yeah. It, it you yeah. you make small whether or not it works candy. or not okay yeah right right whether i mean there's all kinds of of, of disease and disorder and i asked a friend of mine this she's someone who was all in on the gender stuff and god bless her she was willing to sit down and talk with me so we sat down wow. and talked about lucky. it you were and lucky. um it was it was a great conversation but at the, toward wow. the end i said you know, she was talking about how it's an example of diversity. And I said, well, we don't look at like um, trisomy 21, Down syndrome. We don't look at those and say that's chromosomal diversity. We look at mm -hmm. that and we say that's disorder. That's, that's yeah. not what nature intended. I said, so where is the line between diversity and disorder? And she said, that is a fascinating question. That is an amazing question. We need to answer that before we start making laws around it. Exactly. And there's been nothing of that. No sort of, I mean, conversations aren't even allowed to happen. You're mm -hmm. immediately called a, a hate term or you're, you're a terrible mm -hmm. person. I'm like, really? Yeah. For being curious and actually wanting to know what you do believe? And I have some serious concerns about this. And can, mm -hmm. can, can't you answer it? Can't, here's the thing about, that kills me about this. And I keep thinking about this. If you believe in something and you believe it to be firm and true and you fully believe it, 
wouldn't you be like, yes, I welcome, you know, come yeah. on down. I will absolutely answer your questions because you're like, I got this. Let's go. Yep. When you try to, you know, break their bubble or their ideology mm -hmm. or whatever they stand for. No. Yeah. No. Transphobe. Yeah. Turf. It's like, hello. I mean, that's the biggest red flag. That's of course, they don't want to have yeah. conversation. Their sandcastles will come crumbling down because your actual reality, biological realities will break their fantasy. Mm hmm grab from the cloud like just yeah this yeah, is I am early on because I started working in my school district about this and and a lot of people in my school district don't like me anymore oh but there God, are several yeah. parents several moms or oh, ones I'm familiar with in my district who have transgender identified kids and I have multiple times offered to take people out for coffee like I will take you out I will buy you fruit for coffee you can get the ten dollar cup of coffee I want to talk. I want to, you know, we've both got a vested interest in what happens in the schools. Now I have since pulled my kids out of public school. So I no yeah, longer have a horse in the public school race, but no mom has ever taken me up on that offer to take her out for coffee. And I've been mulling over this and mulling over this. I'm like, I don't think I'm a nasty, scary, hateful person. I'm not a large, intimidating person. Like, why won't they sit down with me? And I really thought about it from their perspective. And I thought, mm -hmm. They are all in on this because all the experts have told them they have to trans their kids and they are all in on it and they cannot entertain even the thought that they could be wrong because if they do, they're guilty of damaging their own kids. That's a horrible, horrible feel. They've been emotionally manipulated. Yes. They've been emotionally manipulated. And I thought, I get it. I get it why they can't, they yep. can't go there. No That's way. insidious what the what the gender industry has done to them. Yeah, admitting to you, admitting to themselves, admitting to the the you know, something that they created, which is a, incredible. Like I can't mm -hmm. even imagine. Uh yeah. they're just pushing, I guess, the cognitive dissonance. They're not even giving themselves the opportunity to uh be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um oh, I forgot the quote that I've heard about that where it's because they know. They know that it's going to destroy I just can't imagine the people yeah. that have actually, you know, the young people or because it really is, I believe, the young people that, you know, and there's a lot of young people that are on the Internet and on YouTube that they've created this persona and they're making money from it. I've already mm -hmm. mentioned this before, but still, it's like, can you yeah. imagine your whole existence, like what you think is your existence, which what, what you think is your real reality, which is not really mm -hmm. you could you're going to live. You'll be fine. Yes, it's mm -hmm. going to suck. It's going to hurt. You're going to feel uh you know alone and empty but i promise yeah. you there's we're here we're here to right. catch you when you fall um absolutely like well, i think that's it, why oh i didn't mean to cut you off oh well i was just going to say like of course i can't imagine being a young person and your your friends and your your whole group is your life like yeah. imagine being like never mind i know i'm not comfortable with this anymore especially when there's a massive amount of guilt and you oh, were yeah. never trans anyways like yeah. you were dropped immediately oh they lose their whole support system yeah. and i think that's support why system. it is so hard yeah I think that's why it's so hard for kids yes, to desist yes. and detransition de from this yes. because it's a cult identity that's been put on them and they've been sucked in. They're living on a cult compound, even if yep. they're still in your house, Yes, because it has been filled, infiltrated through the entire society. Yep. And to be able to turn your back on that and swim upstream, that's really hard. I give every oh public desister and detransitioner so much credit and so I'm like, many those are the real stunning and braves let me tell you mm -hmm, come sure on are. we've got by the way partners for ethical care has yes. a survey out 
for D sisters and D transitioners. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you can put it in um, anything on I your will. video, but yes, we would love absolutely. to just get stories. Um, we've had, I think, 26. It's been out for a couple of days. We've had 26 responses. Yeah. And it's fascinating to look through those and see what these people have gone through. So please, if you're a D sister transit, D transitioner, we'd just love to hear your story. Um, either through the survey or just through our website, partnersforethicalcare.com. Yes. Thank you so much. Y'all, what y'all do is, uh, amazing. Did you say you just started now having that survey out or you've always had it out? No, nope, we just put it out a few days ago. Just, but, I want to say even two days ago. But prior to that, you had, um, just like a contact us if you need mm -hmm. help. Or something. Yeah, we want to hear stories. We yeah. want to hear people's stories. Some people have sent in. We've got a heartbreaking one on the blog by a trans widow, a woman whose husband um, left her and left their kids to become a woman and just what what her family went through. People always they press that kindness button. Oh, you just need to be nice, you know, to the transgender people. Think about what their families go through. Yeah. This is not just, oh, I'm just going to change my hairstyle and wear different clothes. This is a fundamental death because males and females are not exchangeable for one another. And it is dad has died to the family. Um, and he's not just the same old dad who just happens to wear a dress and, and have long hair now. He's a fundamentally different person. Um, so, yeah, we want to hear people's stories. Um, we've got the chat feature on the, on the website mm -hmm. and, um, you know, if there's anything we can help with, um, we want to connect you with resources. That's amazing. So. Thank you guys so much for doing that. That's such a wonderful, very, very valuable resource. I'm sure there's, you know, maybe, uh, other websites or services out there where you can reach out, but I feel like there's, I, I haven't done my research to look, but I feel like there's few and far in between because again, that's also a brave thing to do to basically go against all of this in, mm -hmm. in a sense to even have that out there because not know like a, a it's, it's not being mean like none of this is mean it's just like yeah. it's God. just truth it's just it truth. is and it's and it's yeah it's speaking truth and being factual and and I mean our our goal is to stop the unethical medicalization of children so that's that's what our focus is is stop medicalizing kids who don't need to be medicalized yes and i want to mention that y'all have a wonderful youtube that i've been absolutely binging all the episodes um really valuable information for parents that are going through this you know i'm not a parent yet but uh it's you know it, yeah there's all of this talk about the transgender everything it's like well what about the parents that are going through this and mm. I, I think it's such a valuable tool to these poor freaking parents um and what other things do you have in your videos? I don't know. You guys just discuss everything about it, and it's fantastic. Yeah, we've got we've got PEC talks, which is when some of our mm -hmm. members talk about whatever's gone on in the news that yeah. week. We put mm -hmm. out one of those every week, and we put out the common sense care videos that Aaron Brewer and I do. I'm just trying to again. We're not doctors. We're not therapists. Mm -hmm. We're not psychiatrists. We're not giving medical advice. We're just trying to say, hey, let's look at the different aspects of this mm -hmm. and really think about what the best care might be for each kid. Um, because the experts will all tell you there's only one answer. Yeah. Everybody gets affirmation, um, which affirmation means telling the child something is fundamentally wrong with them and they need to be medicalized. That's what affirmation means to the gender industry. And so in the common sense care videos, we're just looking at, you know, let's look at each child as an individual. And, and let's find out what's best for that child, um, not just slap a fast and easy label on them. Exactly. Everyone is, you know, 
you can't have a one solution for mm-hmm. what everyone's going through. Because I don't believe that the people that are b- becoming trans um, is just for from one reason why they're doing that. It's so yeah. varied. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. There's lots of lots of things going on. And in no other, I mean, we say this in every episode, but in no other area of education, psychology, or medicine does one treatment plan, plan fit every person. Exactly. Everybody gets looked at yeah. individually. Why not I with should. this? Why not yep. with this? Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? I'm totally open. For we it right went now. all over the place today and I had so I'm much like, fun talking I, to you. I, my, my other podcasts go for like, I've had one of those almost two hours. Wow. I, I only, I don't mind talking that long, even remotely. If you have the time, I don't mind it. Well, I've got, I've got three kids. They're yeah, all doing um, various learning things. And my son has told me that he needs the office in 15 minutes. Oh, so goodness. I'm okay. getting booted. I'm getting booted. Okay, that's fine. Thank <laughs> you so much. Uh, what was y'all's website? I like to put it in the uh, description box, but I also like to have people hear it from you. Like, Thank where you. can they find? We, you can find us at partnersforethicalcare.com. Awesome. All right. Thank you so Thank much, you, Maria. Lindsay. I really have a great love rest having of your day. Work. Thank you. You too. Yay. 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 I love her. Maria's amazing and partners for ethical care. Just what they do is incredible. Um, especially, you know, I'm just gonna repeat myself, but especially in a time like now where people obviously are feeling cast out at every sort of, uh, angle. Um, it's, an, it's so important to have something like that where you can reach out and message them on their website and to tell your story or just reach out. Honestly, I think it's just a, an, a, such a valuable tool. Um, because, you know, I've been studying all this like literally nonstop all day since I guess November. And it really does feel like these websites that, you know, have an opportunity for to help out um, people that are going through this is really rare, um, you know, because people are being canceled everywhere. So it's just kind of it's a really scary feeling to feel like we can't speak the truth anymore. Um, actually, I just got a Twitter uh, ban temporary thing. Um, as I woke up this morning, it said we've tem- temporarily limited we've temporarily tempor- jeez we've temporarily limited some of your account features. What happened? We have determined that this account violated the Twitter rules specifically for violating our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against threaten or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity. I love how they just throw that in there. Like wait. religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease. Um, and then I'm going to go on and tell you what I wrote. I wrote <clears throat> to the UN women account because it was all being weirdly cryptic about adding trans women in a whole tweet about like uh, women categories and i wrote trans women are men i hope you're fucking kidding i don't remember the image i linked but there's like a a link i or something i linked there maybe it was just a reply but so it it says uh first of all let's not what i wrote there is not hateful conduct that is promoting violence I'm not threatening anyone. I'm not harassing anyone on the basis of anything. That wasn't, it's just just so ridiculous. It's like someone got butthurt by me speaking biological truths or they felt threatened. Like this is what I was saying way back at like episode eight or nine or seven about, you know, what the hell is hate speech? Hate speech is literally anything now. And especially when you throw in the fucking gender and gender identity bullshit then of course they're 
going to take any sort of biological truth as hate. Like actual, logical, scientific, evidential, evidential, <laughs> evidence, proof. You know, this shit is, every, everyone's known that there's two sexes for God knows how long. And so suddenly me stating that, here's the thing. Like, why are we calling it trans women? If they're actually women, why are you putting the word trans in there? It just, it's such a joke. You know, I don't. I don't know. I've mentioned this multiple times. I'm not actively seeking tweets on Twitter to like be like, not true. Uh, it's a he or it's a she. Like, but sometimes it'll come across my feed and I'll make a stance and say what I know to be the truth, knowing full well that Twitter's going to be like, excuse me. Even though I've heard they go after accounts that have 10K followers or more typically, or that seems to be the trend. And I only have like over a little bit over a thousand. These people are so fucking pathetic. Like, oh no, someone who has a thousand followers. Like, it's just like, this is crazy. Meanwhile, pedophilia, uh, actual fucking hate speech, which is like, die, turf. Oh, you rotten. I'm going to slit your throat and you choke on my girl dick. All that shit. Like that stuff stays up. Like I'm not kidding. This is just such a joke. I'm not having it. I don't, I don't, I don't care. So anyways, um, I've had like a, I don't know if I've had a temp ban before, but it says, uh, it gives you only one option. It says remove tweet and it has this big, um, pink remove button. It says by clicking the above button, you are removing the content of your tweet and foregoing the option to appeal this violation. Please note that the original content will be replaced with a notice stating your tweet is no longer available because it violated the Twitter rules. Uh, this notice will be accessible via direct URL and from your profile timeline for 14 days. Um, and so I originally was like, fuck that. Let's do the appeal because I don't I don't know what, you know, if I have a chance to say something. I, I don't even remember what I said. I could have had a better thing to say, but I don't, I don't even think they read that shit. Like, I know they don't read the appeal text box thing. Like, I firmly believe it's just they don't care. Like, they don't care. Um, come on. Like, as if they have time to sit there and, like, go through all this dramatic appeals of tweets. So I appealed it and um, it said, please note that while we review your appeal, you won't be able to access your Twitter account. We'll take a look and we'll respond as soon as possible. If you'd rather just delete your tweet, you can cancel your appeal. Like, isn't this ridiculous? It's like, you have to do this. Otherwise, you can't use our platform anymore. Like, this is so stupid. Like, you have to remove that. Otherwise, you can't come into our club. Like, you're not allowed. Um, so... Yeah, you know, I originally appealed it, but then I was like, shit, I don't know what that actually means. Like, if you actually appeal it, which means you're pretty much saying no, like, um, I don't think so, then I had a feeling that maybe that's when your count can actually be suspended. I'm like, God, I don't want that. And also, the last thing I want to do is fucking delete my tweet. But, um, I don't know. I looked it up and I saw some Reddit posts about how I think someone's account got suspended and I was like, fuck, God. Uh. Like, I've posted a lot of comments that they technically should have come after me by now. Although, also, this is a tweet I made, like, a while ago. I need to look up when that was. But um, I guess, obviously, it doesn't matter. Um, but I would I would have thought it would have been a, um, you know, a ban that would have happened, like, this the same day or the next day. Not, like, weeks later. So that's kind of surprising to me, actually. Um Let's see. Yeah, we've temporarily limited some of your account features. Where oh, I didn't upload it. Uh, well, it had like your account is banned for eleven hours. 
it literally gave me like a countdown of when I can use Twitter again. It's hilarious. Like I can view Twitter, but I can't retweet. I can't comment. I can't tweet. It's so stupid. It's just so childish. Uh, we all know that the transgender cult as, uh, you know, is, is like BFF with uh, Twitter people. And, you know, it's just another woke uh, big tech company because, you know, all of them support this shit, this insanity. Um, what else did I want to mention besides that? Um, 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 yeah, so we are still picketing the White House, even though Biden is going to be voting um, the Equality Act next week without hearing the fucking general public's idea behind this, which is so intentional. And um, it's, it's, you've got to be kidding me. Like, it's, uh, it's just so intentional. Like, obviously, I'm not going to listen to anyone. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I'm a pessimistic and I don't know. I, I just don't even want to think about it because this is literally erasing women. Goodbye. Women's safety and anything. Um, there's literally, I think it was Oregon state. Benjamin Boyce put out a video about, uh, like, I guess like guidelines of getting a dorm room in, you know, Oregon state and TLDR basically, you could potentially be roomed with a trans-identifying male, you know, quote, trans woman, which is not a real thing. It's just, like, but you're, you don't know that's what you're going to be roomed with because these men are allowed to put that they're a woman on, I guess, the application. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but this is literally what's going to happen until, you know, we wake up from this. Not we, you know, the people that are... Um, blind to all this because I think a lot of people still don't know it's going to take a lot of people getting injured raped abused assaulted uh, you know injured for life physically with these sports you know it's going to take a lot of that um, unfortunately and it's you know this is kind of the beginning uh, I don't want to think about it anyhow what a sad note to end on no it's not sad stay strong honestly it's now's the time to speak out this whole ideology is was founded on a lie and it's existing and staying afloat because it's living within that lie. And the only way to break this, uh, the chains of these lies is to speak the truth. And I, you know, I, it's now is the time there's, are you, what are you going to do? Like how many women and children, um, is it going to take to being, you know, how many women being raped is it going to take for you to finally speak out how many are you just going to wait and watch for it to happen are you too afraid to uh you know get the quote hate the i'm sorry not quote hate but the actual hate from friends or family or your community just you know i can't i really wish i could let you guys know that stop living in fear you're you're letting them win this is exactly what they want it is literally a cult ideology that keeps you in fear because that keeps them running amok. You've got to stand up for biological reality and just reality. Um, it is so important. I really can't stress that enough. And I, I hate to say it like you have to do it because I don't like saying anything like that to be like, you have to do what I say. Uh, no one likes that. But at the same time, I, I am. This is a very serious thing that's happening. And um, it's going to hit people in the face uh, sooner or later, honestly, uh, you're not immune to this, uh, male or female, it's going to, it's going to come to you. Um, yeah. So <laughs> speak out, do not be afraid. I promise you it's so worth it. I've gotten so much more support versus the, the ratio from support, uh, to hate is, 
like the hate is from like children <laughs> stating stupid it's not even offensive you know once you just start getting these stupid things which is a, it's always a repeat they always repeat the same shit it's they're little parroting people um saying the same crap turf you're a bigot oh i can't believe you i'm so disappointed wow blah 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 it just it really does roll off your back i can truly say that and i'm a pretty sensitive person but uh, it's it's i've gotten to the point where i'm like la 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 yawn it's really boring also the whole oh i thought Lindsay, was, <laughs> i thought Lindsay was a man oh i thought you were a man i'm like it's just such a it's such a child it's a you're a child like these people doing this shit are just such a high school mentality like i've already lived through that shit do you think it's really gonna work on me i'm so bored of it <laughs> so just don't be afraid i promise you there's so much support for you know this rational revolution i'm here um don't be afraid it's i, I really want to stress that um I'm, it's okay to be afraid because i was afraid before i came out and said all my truth and it, it sucks it does suck because um like I said before, I had a whole slew of people um, come out and be like, you're terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I had no one supporting me and backing me up. I really felt like, you know, it, it was scary, even though it is on the Internet, but it still is like, oh, my God, what? Because you know, I didn't expect it, I guess. But uh, after that, you're fine. After that first wave and the tricklings after, it is all breezy. Because guess what? You get to live in your you, the truth. You, there's no better feeling. Oh, I can't say it enough, honestly. So yeah, thank you guys so much for becoming a Patreon patron. I really appreciate it. Um, let me know if you have any questions, if the the tier shift is confusing, the $3 to $5. Um, basically, the people that have uh, chosen the $3 tier are still on that tier. Um, but once I de I've deactivated that tier, so once I delete it, you'll have to then choose the $5 tier or, or um, 30 and I, I think 15 is the other one. Yeah, the uh, pin one. Um, yeah, so if you have any questions about that, do not hesitate, and I will absolutely help you out. Um, yeah, where's my closer notes? You think I would remember how to say my closer after all this time and not have to read this off the notes? What? I'm not reading? What? <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review my podcast on Apple Podcasts, and that means actually leaving a comment and leaving a five-star, <laughs> cough, cough, <laughs> um, rating, because, uh... Yeah, this matters with visibility on Apple Podcasts. It makes a difference. So you too can make a difference. Um, question everything. I mean, really, curiosity will save humanity. And biological truths really will save us. Um, thank you, guys. Stay strong. Namaste. to reach out to you all day are we on for tonight jeez oh shoot keegan's been texting me sorry dude missed your texts i assumed we'd meet at the bar whatever i don't care sorry dude missed your texts i assumed we'd meet at the bar whatever i don't care Whatever, I don't care. The fuck is his problem? Do you even want to hang out? Do you even want to hang out? Oh, let's consider it. Like I said, whatever. Like I said, whatever? Fuck this guy! Jesus, you are fucking priceless. Aww. 
You're the one who's fucking priceless? This, this motherfucker right here. Oh, he wants to, oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay.